three out of four, eight out of ten students do not have a relationship with Jesus Christ. Yep. And the passion that we must have for those students, that if the situation and everything that's going on in the world today, if something was to happen and they was to take their last breath, that those students would spend their eternity in hell. Yeah. That we must have that inner passion to see those students spend an eternity with Jesus Christ, the same passion that, mm -hmm. that we have. Working with the local church to take the hope of Christ to every student in the United States. This is First Priority. Now here are your hosts, Steve Cherico and Brad Skelling. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the First Priority Podcast. I am glad that you're here, and I'm glad that I am back in the chair next to Steve Cherico. It is about time you are back. It Welcome. Is. It's been a couple weeks. It has. You did a bunch of work at the Vault Conference. Uh, I wouldn't say a bunch, but I did enough. You talked to people. I did talk to people. Some of it on camera, most of it not. Most of it not. No. That is correct. Yeah, we did a exactly. lot more talking than the few interviews you got. 100% right. On and we'll notice even over the next couple of weeks that when I did talk to people, mm -hmm. there was lots of banter in the background. Right. <laughs> there was all sorts of things going on in the midst of the podcast. Even me interacting with you. Unbeknownst to you. That's sometimes. right. You walked up at one point, did you? I forgot about I that. I walked up at one point. Uh, you were going to bring me something, I think. I told, uh, yeah, I was excited at one point because I wasn't on the show. Oh. Yeah, I was doing other You could have made a surprise visit. It was all there for you. I did. Tayana had, a, Tayana had a single camera ready for us. I mean, mm -hmm. we were good. It was good. We were good. The conference was good. Yeah, you want to talk about that a minute? It was good. was. I... I so I debriefed with our team. Is this mm -hmm. okay? Is this yeah. all right? Is this yeah, okay? Go. I debriefed with our team for two hours after the conference. Mm -hmm. And they they appreciated the like family, fraternity. Like there was something about this year's conference yeah. that they were super thrilled about. I agree. And not just because it was in their own town and they slept in their own bed. Yeah. For your team. Yep. Yeah. I mean, yep. it was just, they really enjoyed it. And we, I mean, we went through pretty much all three days. Yeah. For two hours over lunch, just walking through conference and takeaways, and yeah. So yeah, your team did a good job. It was a good moment. Yeah. Well, we have we have an expanded team. Tayana and Susan on board. Uh, you just gave the excelling. second shout out of the day to Tayana. I know, right? Well I have, done. I have a goal in my head. I <laughs> Are you? How many times, okay, that's excellent. Head, yes. All right. So keep um, saying who else on the team? Yeah. Well, Christina, Janice, yep. um, Grace, and Kenley played a role in all of this. Susan. Su well, Susan was with Tayana. On the Did you say out. first thing? Okay. Yeah. My yeah. bad. So, yeah, just having everybody there, uh, Mark and Warren coming into town, um, all the speakers, Caleb and Jacob and David, um, were leading worship. Uh, it was just, yeah, a great group of people. Couldn't have asked for anything better. Yeah, the diversity was fun. Yeah. I would even say, and you may have done this on purpose, but the on-purpose diversity of having Natalie and Chris yeah. so complement each other from such distinct, different views yep. on the first night mm -hmm. was a big deal for our team. That was a great, yeah. And having the student testimony, hmm. uh, the club coach from Decatur came up and just That's spoke right. she with sure us did. for a little bit. It's uh, phenomenal. And yeah, we're going to share some of those sessions on the show. Did you record out. them? We recorded most of the main sessions. I'll wow. say it that way. But I mean, it's like, what, four or five different podcasts that we'll get. And, but we were there together. Like you said, there's 48 hours of conversations starting Monday noon, ending Wednesday noon, Yeah, you know, and in between there. Uh, and yeah, you just, you're not going to get the feel of it 
from the podcast. No. You're going to get a very small glimpse of it from the podcast. But it was a good time. It's a good time. Agreed. The well glimpse done. you're not even going to see at all, unless maybe a glimpse on the socials, is that we got to go to Black River, got to sit with the CEO who shared his testimony. CEO, we're not going to. We're going to talk about John Daly. John Daly. <laughs> Let's talk about Janice and Susan got their picture with John Daly. Let's talk about so, John Daly walking out uh-huh. of the like the worlds collided. Yep. As John Daly, uh huh, golfer, uh huh, drinker. Hip hop artist? No. No. John Daly walks out of the recording booth mm-hmm. while we're standing in one of the open areas inside that studio. Mm-hmm. That just the whole. Uh, listen, I I was speechless then. I'm speechless now. I don't know what to do. Uh, right? There's a lot there. You don't need to do anything with it. Just leave it alone. Just leave and it at some moment. Can we make Can we make it. our profile picture of the podcast the John Daly picture as he walks out and realizes that we're all in there? Yeah. That would be amazing. Let's do it. Tayana, can you make that happen? That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you're right. Black River was a hidden gem mm-hmm. in the midst of it. It was. It really was. Hmm. What do we got on the show today? Part of the conversation. We're going to give you a 10-minute glimpse of your conversation Yeah. with Phil Springer. Yep. From North Alabama. Yep. Who uh, is doing his thing. He's doing his thing. I think he's been on the show a few times before. Yes. Just giving us a glimpse of what's happening in Alabama. This fall. It's good. It's real good. You want to hear some updates from the cities? Yeah. Some things, the story. Have, some things have happened since, even since we left conference, which was just a week ago. Okay. So Mike, uh, Michael Butler out of the Arklatex area. Yeah. You familiar with that guy? I am. Okay, good. Um, he just put out this week that in their 15 clubs, they've had 56 kids come to Christ. Wow. Which is incredible, but mm-hmm. their normal monthly, like, Go to those 15 clubs, it's over 500 kids. Really? It's almost 550. Wow. So you start doing that math and you're like, dude, mm-hmm. good for you. Right. I love that 56 kids have made decisions for Christ. That that will never get old. We talk about that all the time, right? Yep. Larry, Larry Franks, that'll never get old. Yep. But he's got 550 kids plugging into gospel conversations on their public school campus each month. Yep. That's so awesome. Arklatex, mad shout out to what Michael and his team are doing. Michael would say he's not doing squat. He's just empowering a team, but mm-hmm. then he's doing what he needs to do. There so, he goes. Story time with Steve. There you go. That's awesome. I love it. What else? You got any announcements? Uh, well, save the dates. Okay. So we didn't push on them at the fall conference. If you were there, I think there was a slide that was up. But uh, the chapter spring meetings, May five, uh, 6 and 7 in Decatur, May 13 and 14 in Fort Lauderdale are the two. If you're a a chapter staff, director, coordinator, coach, volunteer, come join us to either or both of those. Um, different crowd at both, so it's going to be a different conversation, be a different vibe, feel, whatever generation you're a part of. Uh, with that, um, the first priority district staff is going to be May 22-23 here in Nashville again. Got it. So we will be a larger team than we were last year, which means we're probably not meeting in this building. Probably not. But uh, we'll meet by the pool in your backyard. Uh, the pool house will hold 20, 25 easy. So if you want to meet there and then hang out outside. building more? The pool house is done. I did that first. Oh, the house. Your 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 old office space, the basement, is now a pool house. Right. That is true. Completely renovated and done. Did you throw my desk out of there? Actually, I've got cinder blocks stacked on. No joke. It's it's actually a storage area now. I put cinder blocks and shelves on it and it's storage. That's hilarious. Oh, yeah. Because it's a great desk. (laughs) <laughs> it's solid as anything I got. So I just turned it into storage. Uh, You're welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. 
It might have been painted too. It might be painted too. (laughs) Oh goodness! All right, all right. On to real content. Uh, Yeah, down memory lane. There There you go. go. So yes, if you want to do it at my house, that's no problem. Okay, be great. Sounds good. You heard it here, first folks. Yep. And the outdoor, the outdoor space is super fun. Sounds good. Awesome. Yep. Well, that's the announcement we have. Good. We jump into your conversation with Phil. We should. And I, I will just set up and say what you get from what, what you see from Phil, what you're going to watch if you watch, what you're mm-hmm. going to hear. What you see is what you get. Yep. Down to earth. Yep. Pretty easygoing. Mm-hmm. Really cold. Yep. So without too much more setup, just, you know, there, there's no, there's no, um, gosh, what do I want? There's no highlighter. Yep. It, it is what it is. Yep. So let's roll. Sweet. Well, welcome back to the podcast, everybody. My name is Steve Cherico, and as you have noticed, I am without my frenemy, Brad Skelling. Instead, I have a much more handsome gentleman with me, and probably wiser as well. Would you consider yourself wiser than Brad? You know, that's going out on a limb, but... It is? Just probably a little bit. I think you're giving Brad more credit than he deserves. But we are glad you're here today with the podcast. We are at the National Conference, and so my friend Phil is here with us. Phil, welcome. Thank you, Steve. I'm glad to be here. Glad you're here. Tell the audience a little bit about yourself, who you are, where you're from, what you're up to, all those fun things. Well, you said I introduced me, Phil Springer. I'm from uh, Lexington, Alabama. I'm the executive director there in North Alabama. Now, can you pause for all of our East and West Coast viewers and say that one more time? With the, just, just go ahead and it just flows so well. From where? Lexington, Alabama. There it is, Alabama, right there. Lexington, Alabama, ladies and gentlemen. Keep going. You know, I love it. They're in the northwest corner of our beautiful state. All right. I'm the executive director there. Okay. I serve or over Colbert, Lauderdale, Limestone, and Madison counties. So four counties. Four counties. Excellent. That is correct. Very good. You How'd know, you get involved? The gentleman before me. That served as the executive director where there was a West Limestone High School, a okay. church I was serving. Uh, we had no youth in mm-hmm. our, at our church, and there was opportunity for a campus leader there. So I uh, talked to Casey. Yeah, I was just going to say, was that Casey? Yeah, it was yeah. Casey. Excellent. And, and uh, took over the club there, and through getting to know the kids, we, our youth started growing, and then uh, Casey uh, had some back troubles and issues and yep. had to step down, and yep. he, uh, he suggested that I put in a, my resume and, and God opened the door. Five years later, you and I sitting here at this table. So that's great. Five years. That's, what, that's going to be my next question. Five years involved. Really, really cool. Right. So tell us what's going on. And you said four counties, right? Four, four county counties. Area. Tell us four. what's going on in that four county area of North Alabama. In the, in the four counties, um, just a few years ago, within like 25 different clubs. Uh, okay. This year, uh, we have 50 clubs Oof. up and running. That's great. That is absolutely wonderful. And our, and our clubs, uh, it seems like this year the kids are more hungry. Our, our clubs are growing. Like last year, our, the normal club, was, if it was averaging 20 to 30 students, they're, they're averaging 40 to 50 students. Nice. Uh, we got some clubs that, uh, just for instance, we opened up a new club just a few weeks ago with R.E. Thompson, a, a school over in Tuscumbia. Okay. Um, first week they had 44, the second week 60-something, and this past week they had over 100 students that Good came. Good night. Where are you meeting with 100 kids? Well, we're in actually in the gym right now. We started out in the classroom and then had to go to the uh, library, and, and this past week we had to move over to the gym. So it's great. God is doing amazing things. You know, students are on fire. 
That's great. Uh, give me an example of a student. What, what's one that comes to mind for you in your area when you say students are on fire? Give me an example that you've been either that you've experienced yourself, yes, or that you got a story told to you from one of your campus coaches. Um, Adrian Adrian Colmetz comes to mind. A young lady there in, in Lexington, one of the leaders there at the club, and, and sharing her testimony. Um, so much so that uh, she has gone out and at the church that I serve. She has 12 to 15 of students that she's actually started meeting before school, having a Bible study mm. and inviting students outside the church or outside the school to come and inviting them to come to First Priority. So the club is actually growing through her involvement and other students there getting students involved in, in a small group. Yep. So it's just uh, one of the examples and things that are taking place. And what's her name? Adrian Colmet. Okay, so Adrian is one that we need to be praying for and thanking the Lord for in the midst of our conversation with Jesus about what God's doing in North Alabama. Let me let me flip the script on you. Tell me about a scenario you've dealt with either this year or even at the end of last that was not positive towards first priority and how you walked through that. Give me some ideas, some things that you've had to grow through, if we will. All right, grow through. An example of that would be that... Uh, you know, we're evangelistic. We're about sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ. Uh, I had one of the uh, the campus leaders tried to get in depth with the theological issue. Yep. And, and the principal of the school started asking questions. And we had to really get down deep into that because we did, we did not want to deal with that theological issue. We want to deal about introducing students to Jesus Christ get, yep. and getting their relationship started with Jesus. And then we want to get that student connected to a local church and let that question be handled through that local church. So I've had to grow into that because a lot of times we want to answer that question right there on the spot. Mm -hmm. But uh, as we grow, we know that uh, the main reason we're there is to get them introduced to Jesus. Yeah, keeping it simple, stupid, right? That's exactly right. The main thing, the main thing. thing. We get in trouble when we start wanting to be something we're not. That's good. That's good. All right, so we've talked about students that have uh, that are doing incredible things. We've talked about some scenarios you've walked through. Talk to me about a teacher sponsor or a campus coach that you're like, man, this person is to be highlighted. Got a, uh, a teacher sponsor at uh, Dutchler High School. Okay. And it's actually one of the coaches there. Uh, GIS conference uh, at one of the churches sharing about first priority and, and, and the mission of first priority. The club really wasn't on fire, really wasn't growing. Uh, the need there was to, the, where we were meeting at was in the back part of the school, didn't have a lot of traffic in it. Uh, Coach Mills, he, uh, he came to me and he says, hey, I would like to uh, become one of the teacher sponsors. Mm-hmm. I think I can really help with this. And uh, he, he got us uh, through the administration, got us moved up to the front in the media room where the students enter yeah. in the morning times. Yeah. So the club has gone from 15 students this year. We're having 50 or 60 students. Nice. But then not only that, with the football players and the athletes, we're actually having first priority with them one day a week also mm. because they do not get to come to the early sure. morning because they're in workouts. Sure. So Coach Mills, he's got to be, he's got to be commended. He's doing a great job there at Deschler High School. That's great. That's great. So what are your expectations? We're at National Conference. We're mm-hmm. in Nashville this year, which is super fun. Glad to have you guys up here. Glad what are your here. expectations for conference this year? Building relationships okay. and learning what is working in the other areas throughout the country yep. from the other executive directors yep. and, and being able to maybe help other people hmm. because we have different problems 
that each of us has gone through yep. that we can help each other out with. You know, and, and just carrying home some nuggets to, to help out my campus leaders and maybe also carrying out some back some information to help out my student leaders as well. Yeah, and if we're honest, at National Conference, we're also trying to carry out somebody else's swag so we can see what's out there and see that's what right. we're going <clears throat> to bring back and reproduce for our local area. Uh, so that's always fun as well. Always fun. Well, good, good. As we land the discussion today, what's the one thing, if you had a group of young first party leaders, right, they're brand new to this, they're not in year five, what's the one thing you'd look them in the eye in the camera and say, hey, this is the one thing at first priority that really matters? The thing at first priority that really matters is that our campus is our mission field. And roughly, as bad as we want to say it, Three out of four, eight out of ten students do not have a relationship with Jesus Christ. Yep. And the passion that we must have for those students, that if the situation and everything that's going on in the world today, if something was to happen and they was to take their last breath, that those students would spend their eternity in hell, yeah. that we must have that inner passion to see those students spend an eternity with Jesus Christ, the same passion that, mm -hmm. that we have and carry that out into our campuses. It's good, good. Everybody, I've had the good fortune of spending a moment with my friend Phil from North Alabama. Phil, thanks for joining us today. Steve, thank you for having me. It's been my pleasure. Look forward to it. God bless you, brother. See you, man. All right. Well, Steve, that was a good conversation. It was. It was quick. It, it was, was quick. Yeah. But like I said, it's just what you see is what you get with Phil. He's, uh, yeah, straight to the point kind of guy. Any takeaways for you? Well, I picked up on him talking about the called student. It's yeah. one of the things that always rises up in me. I know he only he only mentioned it briefly. You asked him for a story. He yeah. went right to that student, right? Who is that person who is leading the charge? Not just running a club, not just leading a meeting, not just doing something religious, but feeling the call of God on their life to to reach their peers with the gospel, yeah, right? That's, that's that's really the heart of First Priority. That's where we want to go. And yeah, I feel like we could take a moment and, and chat about that a little bit, give people some content. And Well, I mean, we always we always talk about the fact that how many students does it really take to transform a campus? Yeah. One. 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 Yep. It takes one called, ignited by God, filled with the mm -hmm. Holy Spirit student to yep. transform a campus. And then what happens out of that is they start drawing a crowd. Yep. And out of the crowd, you find some other leaders and all of a sudden now you got five leaders in the room. They're like, oh my gosh, yep. I can't believe that student's so bold. I need to be bold too, right? Yep. I can't believe that student is so hungry. I need to be hungry too. Yep. From one, we go to five. From five, we go to 12 and it just transforms, right? And I think of Jacob's story, I think down at Blackman, if I'm not mistaken, had a student go from one school to the other, family moved. He ends up at a new high school, yeah. feels that call. And at the first meeting, they just go around the room. Hey, why are you? Who are you? And why are you here? Because none of them met, met each other before. Yeah. And a couple of them, at least from what Jacob had said, was, "Well, I'm not really sure what I believe, but I like what I see yeah. and feel and the spirit about yeah. this called student. Yeah. And I'm here to find out more about who God is. That's, I mean, that's just awesome. It's a testimony that we have heard for years now. Yeah, right over and over mm -hmm. again. Again, I may have even said it when we were, it never gets old. Yep. Never gets old hearing about a student say, I came out of this thing, camp, retreat, moment with my youth pastor, with my local church, worship, whatever it is. I came out of this yep. thing and I've realized that God's been calling me to my campus for a long time, mm -hmm. but now I'm going to walk in obedience and execute. Yep. 
and let's let's go. That's first priority. I agree. I hmm. agree. Well, you don't always have that though. So what do you do when you don't have that called student? You find yourself with a group of of students, right? You, you're where our goal is to find that called student, but maybe it's to develop the call in a student, good. right? It's good. What do you do in those situations? Well, I think we go back to what you've said so many times, which is to remind her that we're not there for a meeting. Yeah. Right. We're there to gather people to talk about the gospel of Jesus mm -hmm. and Jesus mm -hmm. will do his job. And that. right. So when I, when I think about those scenarios, which I think we all have clubs like that, mm -hmm. uh, those of us who lead clubs, yeah, uh, we all have clubs where it's like, man, these students are, they're hungry for leadership. They're hungry to be poured into, but I don't know if they're hungry to reach their campus yet. Right. Yeah. And so you got to make sure that the point of the gathering is not to meet. Yep. The point yeah. of the gathering is to grow. Yep. And what would you say those things are that we need to grow in? Well, I think you need to, there's there's a number of things I'm thinking of. When you meet a student who isn't where this, you know, Jacob's called student is to yeah. say, hey, they're just going to go out and start sharing the gospel. And the club is just a vessel for them to yeah. gather those kids that they're already talking to Jesus, uh, talking to about Jesus, right? Um, if, if you, you're going to have a group of people, and I, I put some categories or I thought of some categories as I was listening to that to say, hey, you're going to have a group of kids who have never led anything in their life. Their parents have never led anything in their life. Yeah. They're like, I don't know if I, I believe in God, but I don't know what my story is. Yeah. You know, so you have to really develop that in them. I often talk about, you know, hey, talk about a story of courage. What's your testimony of being courageous for God? Well, I don't know about that. Well, let's talk about Daniel and the lions then. And where is a time when you've been courageous? Oh, yeah, I was, you know, faced a trial here and they can start developing their story versus the the academic all-American athletes who you hand them a 120 page guide. They'll read it tonight and have the year planned out because they need straight A's because they're going to valedictorian, yeah. whatever. And they're they're anxious and worried and that they're going to do it right. Correct. Yep. And it's Williamson County where I live. You know, you tell the kids, hey, don't all. Yeah, it's it's crazy that. Don't read the whole book tonight. That's correct. not the point. Just yeah. read the first four pages. And, and they're worried about submitting to authority and you need to give them the freedom and guidance to say, hey, let's let's follow the Lord in this. Yeah. And then you have those middle ground students where they just need to rise to the occasion. They've been floating through life. Uh, Jenna Dahl just mentioned some of those, you know, hey, she's got a group of kids that have gone to church their entire life, but they've never really lived it. And she has to raise the bar to say, here's what it means to be a Christ follower. Yes, you're saying yes to doing another Christian thing, but here's what it means to be a Christ follower. And let's lead as examples for Christ in our school. Well, here's, so, here's what's neat with what you've just done, right? In a short comment discussion, mm -hmm. you've proven what we talk about all the time, which is, Students are students are students, no matter what area they're in. And the yep. short time we've talked, we've talked about North Alabama. Yep. We've talked about the Arkansas area. Mm -hmm. We've talked about Blackman High School, which is in my backyard in mm -hmm. Nashville. Mm -hmm. Right. And then we've just talked about Kansas City with Jenna. Yep. Right. The, the reality for all of us is students are students are students. Right. It, you, we are going to run into very similar anxieties, very similar hopes. Very. It doesn't matter the group of students. How yep. do we prepare them? How do we give them tools like what you guys have done in the guide yep. so that they can develop their story, so they can develop a burden? I think Mark Roberts, like what, what you pray for, so they can pray for certain things that are yep. going to cause a burden in their life that are going to right. cause actions, Yep. right? So all that's all that's pretty neat that we start with Phil's story about one student 
Yep. And we've really made a real global view around the country mm-hmm. of what God's doing in the lives of students and how the coaches on campus are drawing that out of them. That's right. That's right. And it's so important to draw that out of them. It's what we're, it's what we're all about, right? Well, that's why we put the mentors and coaches in place, depending mm-hmm. on what you call them. Mm-hmm. There's no other reason. That's right. It's, it's also, you know, as, as we begin to land this plan, it's what makes first priority both unique and also doesn't draw everybody to it because a lot of adults want a platform that they can go speak at. Yep. And we say, hey, in the public school forum, what we really need from you is to be an empower, yeah. to be an equipper, to really dig in with a group of students because they're the best opportunity to share the gospel. You're not. Yeah. And that's hard for some adults. They don't buy that. That's right. So it makes it makes FP unique. It does. It does. Cool. Good conversation. Good day today. That's right. Well, thanks everybody for listening and being a part of the First Priority Network around the country. We're thankful for you. Uh, can't take the hope of Christ to every student without it. So Correct. Yep. Till the next show. Sounds good. See you, everybody.